Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Line Star DFS and at the Line Star app. And um, make sure you download the app in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. Get you everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning lineups. So go do it now. Like, pause the podcast and go do it. And then also, once you pause the podcast and come back, leave a five-star rating review on iTunes. We'd really, really appreciate it. It's really fun stuff like that. Um, you can find myself on Twitter at BDNTrick. And my co-host is always on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how we doing, man? You know, you see me and Bubba smirking at each other if you're watching on YouTube. And it's because Bub just made the worst pun dad joke ever. He called his giants the sleeping giants. I just want to let everybody know that. That this is what it's it's not just during the show that he tortures me with these. He does it off camera, off mic, doesn't matter. He's still hitting me with these dad puns and dad jokes. So uh, to be fair, but, you set me up pretty good for that one. Uh, yeah, but come on, man. Like, you know, you, you gotta you gotta know when Casey at the bat, right? You, you gotta know when to take it. Hey, I was, yeah, I was a T-ball all-star. You put it on a T, I'm going to crush it. It's just how yeah, it goes. Yeah, you and Chris Owings, right? From the hey, very first uh, show we ever did together. So. Oh, man, Chris Owings, that guy. Let me tell you. <laughs> the killer of every, like He's the perfect Colorado Rocky because he just he can play over every young, talented player. It's beautiful. <laughs> so, yes, Chris Owings. That's a long story from way back when, folks. Chris Owings. That's right. I, goodness gracious. So what a day of baseball we had, Bogman. Speaking of the Giants, yeah. came back in 1-13. Um, that Grand was slams galore in Washington, was Philly. In Washington and Philadelphia. There's like a football score between the Wander Franco game. crazy. Didn't even have a hit today, like a loser, but he what a bomb. What, no wonder he's two thousand yeah. dollars on DK. Yeah, just keep him at that price because he sucks, obviously. Now he's the so. next Jared Clinic. Just send him down in two weeks. <laughs> right. well, I got my home run call again, two days in a row. Let's go, Jose Look at, you. Look at you. Look at you. Yes. Yeah. Hey, look, the Diamondbacks there. are miserable, but I'm doing okay. So yeah, all my matters. fantasy leagues are, are are pretty decent too. So I'm uh, I'm all right. And then you know to, to finish off the evening, the night. So you mentioned you had Altuve. The Astros went ham. The A's were a disappointment. They they let Fulty off the hook. That was embarrassing. Oh yeah. But uh, the the Mets continue to hit. Like they're getting hotter and healthier. Even Conforto. Yeah, had a Conforto couple comes back. Yeah, yeah, Lindor is Lindor He's starting not- to figure it out. And this is why. Uh, you know, I like to buy on Lindor before mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, he's adjusting to a new league too. Let's not forget yep. that is a and lot that of New times York media coming from Cleveland. Come on. And the New York media, <laughs> all, all the stuff it is. Yeah. It's really a culture shock and you're dealing with new pitchers and a new division and all that stuff. And he's starting to see these guys a second time around. He's starting to figure stuff out. So I like it. Yeah, no, it's, it's one of the sayings, like, you and I both do a lot of fantasy baseball shows, and we get listener questions, like, oh, should I give up on this guy? And it's like, there's a lot of players that you just trust the back of the baseball card. Like, they might not get that close, but they're going to be very good the rest of the way. So, like, I, I've had a person on, like, almost weekly ask me, Juan Soto is a bust. And I'm like, no, he's not a bust. He's going to be just fine. Calm down. It's Juan Soto. But, uh, yeah, fun stuff there. He is slumping. It is, a, is not where he wants to be, but he was banged up. I don't know if he's still healthy yet. That's a, a million-dollar question with Soto also. 
But uh, we, you know what else isn't healthy is my eyes after looking at the pitching on this eight-game slate. Well, it's not great. So, I mean, I got Ray and Arkady last night, but, uh, no. I mean, I look and I see some guys that are in play, but really three viable options tonight. So it is ugly. It's, it's very, very ugly. And it's uh, an eight-game slate, so that's 16 pitchers. And he said three, folks, three. So yeah. you know what that tells you? All the bats, all of them. <laughs> so it's going to be so much fun. Let's get into it on this eight-game slate. We have the Baltimore Orioles at the Toronto Blue Jays. You can already tell where this one's headed. We have uh, we have Kramer taking on K. The over/under has to be like a million in this one. Let's see here. Uh, no, because we don't have a total. That's beautiful. Uh, Kramer is sixty-five hundred on DK, sixty-three on Fanduel. K is four K and sixty-two hundred. Stack them up, folks. I mean, yeah, Kramer is. Uh... I would say he is an outside shot if you really want to save money. His last uh, start was a quality start, second of the year, and it was against Toronto. Uh, but I believe that one was in Baltimore, but he's still going to be a no for me. So like you said, stack up either side of this. Mount Castle, Mullins, Mancini on the Oakland side are good options. Bo Bichette, Reese McGuire is hitting like 500 over the last week. Uh, 2,100, 2,400. Vlad Jr., obviously. Uh, Kevin Biggio, another cheap option. Santiago Espinal, if he's in the lineup. So, yeah, it's all bats in this one. Yeah, it's going to be fun trying to find all the value bats because we're going to be paying up for pitching. It's going to be really entertaining. Like, oh, if I want to play Bichette and Vlad, well, there goes most of my money. So let's see how the rest of this one goes. Right. It might make Toronto low-owned. Let's put it that way. So keep that keep that in mind. Uh, next up on the slate here, you got the Atlanta Braves against the Cincinnati Reds. Josh Tomlin is making the spot start. Oh, the years of stacking against Josh Tomlin against Santian. Santian seventy five hundred on DK. Nothing on Fanduel. Obviously, no total in this game. The Braves, their offense, like they go off like twice a week. The rest of the time, they should go off. They don't. They are the most frustrating team in baseball. It's a great spot for them in Great American Small Park, though, to just light up the joint. At the same time, the Reds are going to be quite cheap against Tomlin. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Santillian, we're just not there yet as far as things pitch. Josh Tomlin, as you mentioned, stack against him. So, I mean, look, uh, Freddie was four for four tonight. Yep. So, uh, if you, yeah, you want to go back to him, great. Acuna is obviously always in play. Albies is starting to hit, but he's priced up as a guy that's hitting at 49 and 32. Uh, Heredia, 31 and 22. Almonte uh, has been hitting in a good spot, although not hitting. Uh, and on the red side, it's, you know, uh, if you want to go with Winker, Go ahead. If you want to go with Castellanos, go ahead. Uh, uh, Jonathan India has been hitting. He's actually real cheap on uh, or real expensive on DK, really, 52 and then 26 on FanDuel. So that's a little bit interesting, the, the pricing gap there. Uh, Tyler Naquin is starting to hit and come around a little bit, 44 and 24, respectfully, for him. And then whichever catcher is in there between Barnhart and Stevenson are all decent options here. I'll also mention Eugenio Suarez. He's 44 on DK, 3K on FanDuel, and he's really started to hit the ball well of late. Like not too, not hitting 200. He's actually hitting around 300 over the last couple of weeks. So he's starting to turn things around. It's a shocker what happens when you don't make a guy that's not good at shortstop play shortstop. Like let him play yeah. third base and be comfortable again, and he actually hits the baseball. And don't make him lead off. Like there's so many things they just did to mess with him. So uh, I think Sanchez is a nice value as well if you want to get the cheaper part of Cincinnati. No problem with that at all. And there's been some cheap spots in Atlanta. So like, I, I'm just mentioning this because we're going to want some value. You mentioned Almonte's been hitting cleanup. Enciarte was in the lineup today. He actually had a good game. Um, Adrianza was in the lineup. So there's stuff there. Then Riley's cheap. He had a couple doubles. 
Uh, you can get some of the cheap pieces on both these teams to be very, very effective to open up the door to some more expensive bats and the pitching on the slate. So stack up this game or get uh, some, some pieces because there should be some offensive explosions in Great American Small Park. Boston at Tampa Bay. Man, we have like no totals for these games. All these pitchers, <laughs> like no one knows what to do. Jake Pavetta versus Michael Waka. Pavetta's 9,500 on DK, 78 on FanDuel. Waka's 7,000 on DK. Not priced yet on FanDuel. You know, we kind of talked about it before the show, Boggs. The, the pitching's so bad you can make an argument for Pavetta. But yeah. at, the same, at the same time, Tampa Bay, they look dang good on Wednesday. You call him Jake Pavetta, by the way? I, it, <laughs> it sounded like Jake Pavetta. You probably said that. Maybe I did. Maybe, I, I don't know. It, yeah, it, I mean, it, come on, it's, man. It's a gas can of time, Pavetta. Yeah, with, with me, too, doing all my uh, college football stuff, too. I mean, just the names start to clump together, together you know yes. hey, outside of kool-aid on, on Al- alabama so that's uh uh that that's great and then lsu got a corner named the coldest so kool-aid is going to go up against the coldest, coldest next year oh my yeah. god coldest you think i have dad jokes now yeah oh, oh yeah <laughs> yeah oh, baby <laughs> my my bad everybody didn't mean and to i'm, team a, up, I'm, assume, I'm assuming kool-aid's easy. a big guy like us so it's like he's gonna go no he's a, through he's, the, a through he's a wide out uh why not our db I can't remember. No, that's like it, calling a skinny guy Bubba. Like you can't do that. <laughs> Very true. Uh, but yeah, look, Pavetta always high K upside, so he has that. But he only has four quality starts and fourteen starts so far this year. So at your own risk, if you want to go, and he's not cheaper on DK. So I don't know why you take him in DK at all. Ninety five hundred is too much. Uh, Kike Hernandez, good uh, PVB against Waka. Waka, I'm just not interested in. Uh, four for 12 with a homer. And then, you know, Boston bats have been hot. Devers, Bogerts, uh, JD Martinez. We talked about Renfro. You've talked about Bobby Dahlbeck the last couple of days, but he's been hot. As you mentioned, Tampa Bay warming up. Obviously, Wanders, uh, more expensive today, 38 and 27, but hey, still affordable. Uh, Joey Wendell has been hitting. Randy Rosarena is on a heater right now. Manny Margot is 3,000 on both. Nice, cheap option. So for me, I get Pavetta Love. But it's not coming from me. Yeah, I think uh, Brandon Lau had a nice night on Wednesday. He's 42 on DK, 31 on Fanduel. He's another guy I take a, a peek at because I want nothing to do with him versus left-handed pitching. But you get a righty like Pavetta on the bump. I'm very intrigued. Flip side of that, I say I like the lefty versus Pavetta. Pavetta's also had some big reverse splits in his career, so it might be kind of sneakier for the Arena side of things. But I think Tampa Bay could be interesting because people might have to use Pavetta. The 9,500 on DK is crazy, but on FanDuel, on a tournament, I could see the uh, the gamble. Now we get to a game with a pitcher I enjoy to use. Uh, we have Luis. No, I'm, I'm almost, but yeah, it is Luis Garcia. I was, was going to yeah. butcher another name. It's Luis Garcia. <laughs> I got you paranoid. I got you. Yeah, I, you know, I'm double checking everything. It's like the sixth sense here. Uh, Luis Garcia against Jose Urania, over under nine and a half on this one. Garcia's 8,700 on fan, or DK, 9,600 on FanDuel. Urania doesn't matter. Houston bats mm-hmm. are just nuclear hot right now, so you're going to stack them if you can afford it. At the same time, I like Garcia a lot tonight. A, gets a bad slate, and B, he's actually been pretty darn good, and it's the Tigers. Yeah, four out of his last five starts, quality start, high K upside. So I think he's the second best option on the board tonight, uh, Luis Garcia. So especially at that price, he might be the first best option. So uh, Urania is brutal. As you mentioned, 14 earned runs in his last six innings pitched. Uh, Altuve is three for three with a double and two triples against Urania as well. So like I said, I don't usually like to put less than five plate appearances uh, on the sheet for PVB, but three for three, you got to mention it. Uh, you, you talked about how hot the Astros have been. 
Brantley, Toro, Alvarez, Correa, Gurriel, all been hot. Uh, Scope went deep today. I think Daz Cameron did too for yep, Detroit. And stole a base. And, and he's 2,200 on DK, 3,000 on FanDuel. So a uh, nice cheap option uh, if we're looking for bats since we're paying up for pitching today. Uh, Willie Castro, uh, 2,600 and 2,200. And then Candelario, 5,100 and then 2,400. So big price discrepancy for him. Yeah, Badu's a nice cheap one as well. He's been hitting very, very well for Detroit. Scope's been amazing. Absolutely amazing. Another monster game. That's why he's so expensive, at least on DK. On, on FanDuel at 31, it's very, very affordable. But uh, Houston, Brantley's still too cheap. Toro went deep. Alvarez is up. His price is up, but he's on fire right now. Uh, McCormick went deep. They have so many cheap options in that lineup to go with the, the popular ones. Astros are going to be uber chalk. Going to be hard to avoid at all. Yeah. But they're going to be uber chalk. I like Garcia quite a bit. Um, if you're making a lot of lineups, I, I always like a little Detroit, but on a slate like this, it's going to be hard to not use a lot of Garcia at that price point. Joe yeah. Ross with the Washington Nationals takes on the Miami Marlins and Cody Poteet over under eight in this one. Ross is somehow $9,600 <laughs> on DraftKings on Fandily 74. Poteet 71 and 59. Um, Washington just came off a just home run derby in Philadelphia, heading down to pitcher friendly Miami. Do you? Feel frisky with Poteet as an SP2 on DK. Uh, I would put him in the same group as Pavetta and Kramer. You know, like, I get it if you want to. I don't want to, but I understand the logic behind it. So uh, I'll say that. I'm not going to use him, but I understand wanting to. Uh, Duvall, two for uh, five with two doubles against Ross. Outside of that, Marte has been hot. John Bertie, Jesus Sanchez is a nice cheap option, 24 and 23. If he's in the lineup, Alfaro, 28 and 25. And on the Washington side, you just mentioned, you know, uh, coming off Grand Slam City for Josh Bell, who's 39 and 31. Schwarber has been hot, actually cheaper on DK, 39 versus 4,000. Uh, Turner is an option. Soto, obviously, like you said, a little slumpy, but always in play. Jan Gomes has been hitting too, and Starlin Castro has been hitting, and he's cheap, 32 and 2,300. Yeah, I love that Jesus Sanchez price, 24 on DK, 23 on Fandle. I think that's one of the better values on this slate. Joe Ross has shown signs of being good. He's also shown signs of being Joe Ross. <laughs> it, is, it is going into Miami, so maybe it's one of those, like, I'm not going to use my 96 on DK. 74 on Fandle, I can see arguments for it against Miami. I totally get that. At the same time, I, I don't mind, like, a Jesus Sanchez one-off to save a bunch of cash, as he could definitely uh, find the seats in this one. Cleveland at Minnesota. C.J. Mejia versus Jose Barrios. We have no total in this one as well. Mejia, 47 and 57. Barrios is 10-4 on DK, 9,000 on FanDuel. And he definitely has to be one of the better options on this slate, Blockman. Yeah, I mean, look, you see this price for Barrios, and on any other slate, I just say, nope. Hasn't been good enough for me to pay 10-4 for him, or 9,000, either way. Uh, but because it's so crappy in this slate, uh, he's got to be in play. Three out of his last four have been quality starts. Uh, his last start against Cleveland, five and two-thirds, two earned runs, only three strikeouts and one walk, but uh, it's not like Cleveland has been hitting. The guys that have been hitting for Cleveland, are, there are some cheap options. Harold Ramirez, 29 and 28. Josh Naylor, 34 and 23. Uh, Bradley Zimmer's cheaper on DK, 2,000, but the Minnesota side, you know, Nelson Cruz, Jorge Polanco, Luisa Rise is nice and cheap. Uh, 28 and 24. Uh, Kirilov, 35 and 27 is a bad option. And Miguel Sano has been white hot recently. So you can play any of those guys too. Um, but Barrios, 
is one of the top three options. I I'll put him at third, though. I would say he's third. Okay, we'll recap those at the end when we finish everything. Bobby Bradley's always an interesting tournament play, but he's up to 45 on DK, 29 on FanDuel. And then you also have um, um, Larnack, Trevor Larnack, who's yeah. been swinging it very well, and he's another cheap option for Minnesota. So Minnesota's got some surprisingly cheap options if you want to stack them up against Mejia, which is usually a good decision. Pittsburgh Pirates at the St. Louis Cardinals. Chad Cool versus Carlos Martinez. Over under nine on this one. Cool 69 on DK 58 on Fandle. Carlos Martinez is a bum. Um, Chad Cool maybe in play versus a very struggling St. Louis offense. I'm sorry. Did you say the over is nine? Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's low. That might be the easiest over of the year. Just take the over. Like, uh, I mean, look, I, I, I kind of like cool Chad, right? Uh, been decent recently, but I'm not really trusting him. I'm putting him in the Pavetta, Kramer, all those guys. Uh, Carlos Martinez, 25 earned runs in his last four starts. That's 14 and two-thirds innings. He is god-awful right now. He is terrible. So stack either side. Yadi Molina against Cool, 7 for 15, a double and two homers. 14 for 32 for Polanco against Martinez with four doubles, a triple, and a homer. Six for 18 for Frazier uh, against Martinez with a double. Uh, Brian Reynolds has been hitting. Sawings has been hitting. You know, And I know it's probably nine because you mentioned this before the show. St. Louis hasn't been hitting great, but Goldie, Edel, uh, Edmund, Carlson, any of these uh, St. Louis bats that are in the lineup are in play against Cool Chad. So, uh, yeah, I'm a stacky the side of this with bats for sure. And we have found my value stack of the evening, folks. The Pittsburgh Pirates will be getting stacked yeah. because I do this from time to time, and it's been fun. But Brian Reynolds is far too cheap. He's hitting third for them, and he is just a masher right now. Like 3,200 on both sides. Like At least it's kind of reasonable on Fandle. It's way too cheap on DK. Adam Frazier at 4K leads the world in hits this season on DK. 3,000 on Fandle. I don't mind Gregory Polanco in tournaments. You have Colin Moran. Stack up the Pittsburgh Pirates as value against Carlos Martinez. Carlos Martinez, he just helps prove because he's so bad. He proves that John Gant is a garbage person, probably. That he, he's oh, a bad my God. You can't call John Gant okay. a garbage not, person. I'm just being sarcastic. But I'm saying he's probably, <laughs> a, I'm saying he's probably a bad teammate. Because whatever <laughs> lucky rabbit foot he has, he should probably share with Carlos Martinez. Oh, is now, that what it is? Okay. Yes, that's I what mean, it is. Maybe it's that Carlos Martinez is such a bad teammate. That, that he, he has bad karma. Him. Right. Okay, maybe that's, maybe that's it, it. Maybe it's the hair. I Doesn't don't know. that sound more likely? I don't know. Are you I don't know. We we don't know. We maybe they can ask that question when they check his belt buckle tomorrow. <laughs> that would be a great. That should be a questionnaire you gotta fill out. Yeah. Like, where do you touch me? Are you a bad teammate? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Chicago Cubs <laughs> at the Los Angeles Dodgers. Zach Davies <laughs> versus Walker Bueller. Davies 81 on DK, 7,000 on FanDuel. Bueller's 11.5 on DK, 11,000 on FanDuel. Overrunners 8 on this one, Bogman. We have reached the ace of the evening. Yeah, it's Bueller, and it's not real close. So he is by far the best option. I put Garcia at 2. And then uh, Barrios at three. That's how I, I would list him. Uh, look, Davies had looked pretty good, but he gave up eight in his last start. He had two quality starts in a row before that. So just beat up last time. Nobody is hitting for the Cubs right now. I mean, I put names on this list, but I don't want to play any of them. Peterson, Ortega, Contreras are, have been the best hitters, but they haven't been hitting over the last week. Uh, you know, uh, th there is some PVB data. Uh, against Bueller, Chris Bryant is three for nine with a double. 
but Max Muncy's two for seven against Davies with a double and seven for 20 for Justin Turner, 350 average with a bomb and a couple runs. So uh, Chris Taylor, Pujols, Pollock have all been hitting as well. So it's Bueller and Dodgers bats in this one for me. Yeah, Muncy and Bellinger are back. It's, they're they're almost back to full strength, so it's going to be scary for Zach Davies. The, the, the one thing I will say on a very bad slate, um, a Cubs stack will be virtually unowned. So you got that going for you. I'm not sure I'm there because I think Walker Bueller is the play. But if you're one of those guys that likes to play contrarian and you're cool with saying, you know what, I'm either going to win everything or lose. That's just the way I'm going to do it. The Cubs is part of the win everything program. So just keep that in mind on this slate. Uh, but I'm with you on Walker Bueller. He's definitely there. And I, I'm with you. I have Garcia two, Barrios three. And there's that kind of glob of, uh, you know, Kramer's and uh, Pavetta's, which is crazy. He's priced up, actually. Uh, Poteet. Uh, those are the kind of the guys. Maybe Chad Cool's like, let's say Cool, Kramer, and Poteet, because they're all cheap, are kind of that SP2 realm tonight. Um, what stacks do you like tonight? Uh, anyone that isn't those three pitchers, I think is a decent <laughs> stack because the pitchers are God awful today. Yep. So, but, but for real, like, I, I mean, uh, Houston, uh, against Urania is the best stack. You mentioned the nice cheap one in Pittsburgh against Carlos Martinez. Uh, you know, so, uh, after that, I mean, maybe Minnesota against Mejia could be decent. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I think that's, I mean, Cincinnati against Tomlin too. Come on, you know. Yeah. That, those great, are the stacks I like. That great American small park game is going to be great because the other part is is if uh, Cincinnati starter scuffles, they're bullpen atrocious. So maybe it's just what Atlanta needs to just bust out. We'll see. Um, what I would say is when you download the the app, the Line Star app, in the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store, you can make these tough decisions by looking at the ownerships. And with so many good offenses in play, just fade the chalk. That'll help things out so much. And then you can play Walker Bueller. And it doesn't matter. You can play the chalk pitchers. I'd rather pay chalk pitchers and differentiate with base with, with hitters any day of the week, considering a guy can go one for four and hit a home run where a pitcher is pretty much you can have an idea. He's got those six or seven innings. Like, this is how it's going to go. Like, you can kind of game plan a little more for a pitcher. So um, take the, the pitchers, get the, the sure like 15 plus points and get a little weird with the bats. I'm cool with that. Uh, I'm with you there. Lastly, Check out Lionstar on Twitter at Lionstar app and at Lionstar MLB because they tweet out so much cool stuff, all the, the stuff and things about baseball, home runs, the works. And they also uh, tweet out the home run calls of the day. Bogman let off the show saying humbly that he hit his second <laughs> one in a row with Jose Altuve. That is very, very good. Can he make it three in a row is the question. And you'll only find that out if you follow them on Twitter and you retweet the home run calls of the day from myself, Bogman, and Ryan Humphreys. And three lucky retweeters will get chosen to team up with each of us and if one of our guys hits a home run, you're going to win some free swags. So Bogman, on this Thursday, June 24th, with all of this offense, who's your home run call of the day? Man, it's hard to pick. It's hard to pick mm -hmm. and choose from all of this. But I'm going to go with Carlos Correa against Jose Urania. So get, give me Carlos Correa to go yard. I think it's safe going back to the Astros uh, for a second day in a row. And Urania has been brutal lately. So give me, give me Carlos Correa. More often than not, that is a very safe call. I am going to Great American Small Park, and I'm going with Eugenio Suarez versus Josh Tomlin in that Atlanta bullpen. So give me some Eugenio, who is uh, really, really heating up and still very affordable on both sides. So I'll go Eugenio Suarez. You'll go Carlos Correa. We're both going to win some free swags for some listeners, and I bet Ryan Humphreys. We're gonna, one of these nights, we're hitting the 3 P. We've had a lot of twos lately. Lots I of know. Twos. 
the three the three peats coming and you know what that means it's like isn't like a pizza party or something like a rave like the damn police act thing on mlb we we get a pizza party and a rave that sounds like a great time i'm I'm just telling them we better email the guys but i just gotta tell them ahead of time like it's it's coming like (laughs) get a sponsor now domino's little Caesars. i don't know just figure it out but um it'll be really really cool i I highly recommend it everybody but eight game slate it's gonna be a wild one so be ready to tilt it's going to be really, really, really wild. And if you want to tilt, you can tilt at me. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. Bogman is on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Eight game Thursday, big slate coming up for you Friday. We'll be back with you then. But for now, good luck. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the On Deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.